And that is number two. Greetings, friendly people of the internet, the digital people, the ones and zeros. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you are ones, maybe you are zeros. I am definitely one. I'm Alex. And <laughs> this, as you can imagine from the beautiful title on my podcast page, is the Montana Musical Experiments podcast. Episode 15. Episode 15. Oh, wow. Huh. Things things are going on, you know, things are happening, right? I'm going to I'm going to compose myself for a short while. I should have done this before I started recording, but what the hell? It's my program. I can do what I want to, you know, and you can't stop me. Environments. There you go. Getting my way moved out of items left a trail of strange things. You know, I cannot emphasize that enough. It's it's really, you know, I... I, I I was still working on my various projects, you know, uh, the last trip was, you know, still in effect, strangely, and that's weird, because I, you know, I, normally I don't, I don't go that far with something, but the last trip was still in there, and I was um, trying my best, you know. BCP was not happening. But we did occasionally meet up and sit around getting drunk and, and make music together. And just prior to uh, you know embarking on the trip that would lead me to Kastike, the track you're listening to in the background, I wrote down a new, imagine that, a new project, a new, a new idea of such. And uh, that project was called environments a three-part musical suite the idea of the project title environments came to me one evening together with a friend and collector of music we had been discussing several forms of producing music when the idea of environments presented itself to me oh hallelujah alex you're so great the main idea is to record and master a record, in most cases CD, so that it presents the music in a new view. Environments will hopefully present the music in a more or less new way without making the music suffer. Okay, how nice of you to say that. In short, Environments is a two-part live recording performance that will form a third and new environment that is the basic draft. Environments take place in two different environments, a forest and a city. The main idea was to record the ambient sound of these two when mixing them together on two tracks, left and right, when realized that it could be more interesting to include music to the ambient sound. Uh, me and my writing. By tedious planning and rehearsal, 
environments would be a live album recorded and subsequently mixed in two sessions. You know, tell you what, if if either of you guys or girls or in betweens out there think that you have the guts and and to master that project creating an environment cd for me you know not for me yes for me you will have to play it for me absolutely but if you can figure that one out producing and recording two recordings in mono one in a in, in a in, in a city and one in in a forest and then combine it and make an album of it you know what I'm giving it all to you because I'm not trying that. I'm basically not good enough for that. I was starting to lose my patience. I was beginning at this point to actually kind of give up on my ideals. It was, you know, it was maybe, maybe I was, you know, growing up. Maybe I was realizing that I am not destined to do this forever. <laughs> maybe I was uh, beginning to understand that real life brings real pressures you will have to pay your bills you you need an education you you have to go to school alex god damn it and i did go to school you know i i, I you know i did go back and finish off my studies and i got my my high school uh, it's not a diploma in Sweden, but I got my grades, right? And and when I got the grades, the system said, well, all right, you can you can apply for something now, Alex. You can go do something of your life. What do you want to do? I want to become a teacher. Strangest decision in my life. Why? <laughs> Why? Why would somebody... Uh, well, because it was easy to get accepted you know and jobs were you know you could get a job anywhere so why not you know I, I would do that but at that time I think pressures was kind of you know some pressure on my mind things were things were weird you know I mean this this phase I was in creating these abstract, you know, inc sorry, not abstract, increasingly abstract pieces of music was kind of moving me into a darker area where I was not feeling too good, you know, kind of. Kind of, kind of. If you listen to the, you know, the early episodes of the podcast, you will remember that part, right? Not feeling good. So I started, you know, I started escaping from, from whatever I was doing. You know, I mean, I was, uh, duck, you know, dunk my head down in, in, you know, this, uh, in the items project, and then I did some, basically did some few things afterwards digitizing some BCP recordings and I started doing artwork. I 
had picked up, you know, ever so slightly on a Pink Floyd, my, my Pink Floyd fascination, which I had, which I had had for a a period, a long period in my life, you know, but. And, and by this time also I would have had uh, proper internet connections at my home so I was downloading all these bootlegs of Pink Floyd you know creating artwork for them so that I could put them in my shelf it was maybe kind of sad you know but I think that's that's the way it goes eventually you know and and I really liked working you know artworks like that, you know, working in, in a stationary physical media, that's fun. I like that. It was great fun for me. Coming into 2002, I am studying. I'm absolutely sure about that, you know, to get my grades. I finally had a shot at digitizing not only the last trip, which would lead me to finalize and cut a music video length version of uh, the escape sequence with footage from the 97 session. I also digitized a movie that I had made with Nils called Chicken. Now, Chicken is a chapter I'm going to get back to, so I'm not going to spoil anything for you at this point. It was... Let, let's say that here, here, BCP actually existed in the very early 2000s. We, we reignited a, a, a creative flame and then we made a movie. And the soundtrack took, let's see, 16 years to complete. But damn, it's good. <laughs> but I'll get back to that. And working this project must have influenced me in, in, in some, some strange way because once, once you know, I had finished the chicken film and, and kind of digitized it and made my rough cut of it, I started working on a new experimental project of a sort which I cannot really describe as anything more than pouring your anxiety into a sound system and then, you know, record it. It started off with, with uh, two tracks, one called I Don't Know and Teriyaki. I Don't Know is a uh, bluesy thing, I guess. And then for two days straight two days and two nights three days actually sorry I lied for three days straight I worked out the rest of the parts of all the things you hear happening on the Caustica CD there is only silence it's a phase part one and part two I miss you falling to pieces I did it almost exclusively in Fruit Loops and the level of um, recordings was so scarce I 
have sat down and tried to figure out um, what did I use, but it, it's basically it's it's stock samples and it's the very it's, it's you know it's a it's a three minute recording of me you know, singing this I don't know thing and, and just wheezing various strange chicken related words into a microphone. And I sit there and really, you know, I, I, you know, this is one of those weekends I remember because I felt so bad. My girlfriend wasn't there. She was off uh, doing some study thing somewhere, studying somewhere else, you know, and I was sitting there in the middle of the night just tweaking things around and going, what, 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 playing around it's 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 the digital version of the things i would have done in in 96 97 only amplified by infinity because i could apply any effect i wanted to so there are so many reverbs and delays and strange oddities that you could apply to this this piece It's an abstract design in pretty you know in so many levels you know it's 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 me trying out sounds and and various effects and just making sure the record button is pressed all the way down i did work as far as i know to a certain point you know, once again, it was a weekend. It was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And and when I started to get around to it, I kind of got, okay, I know what I'm getting at here. I want to see how much music I can squeeze into a single compact disc. Really, I, I want to I see how much you know can i do 80 minutes flat or do i need to control myself or am i you know you know it's kind of it's kind of like you know it's it's i i was beginning to understand basically the mechanisms of a compact disc you know roughly a decade too late um and I, I, I wanted as much as I could do. So it was really just a question of creating as much abstract noise so that you could get this, you know, full CD. And 
And why? Well, I don't know why. Because because it, it intrigued me. Because it was uh, one of those things where you think, well, you know, nobody's going to listen to it anyway except me. So so I'm sure as hell gonna gonna cram as much noise into it as I possibly can. While going into uh, going into that phase, I kind of thought, well, why hold back there? Because what I always wanted to make is an album, and the reason why I'm saying album, sorry, because album, you know, uh, the reason. <laughs> The reason the project was made the way it was, was because I always wanted to make an LP. It's There's something about that. And one of the reasons for that is because I toyed around and played around a lot with vinyl discs back in, in, in that the early phase of Montana Musical Experiments project. And also because... I used the Scratcher plugin for basically all of Caustica when I made it. And for you who don't know, uh, Fruity Loop Scratcher is a virtual turntable. So I said, okay, I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna do a full CD of 80 minutes, but I'm gonna cut it in two pieces. So there's gonna be a side A, which runs continuously no stops no indes indexing you know you just have to listen to it from beginning to end and then it's gonna stop and then uh, you know at the very end it's gonna it's gonna you know continue on the next side and I'm gonna play that little bit I made it very nifty at the very end of it's a phase it goes like this Side A is 40 minutes and 17 seconds long, continuously, no breaks. The B side is 38 and 55 seconds long, no breaks. There was an indexed version as well, but I kind of, you know, in my in my degrading mental state, I decided I'm going to make a CD version of it and a digital LP version, which kind of gives the option of you can you can swap. You can do this. You can have, you can have that one if you want to. And you can have this one if you don't want to. It's it's really up to you because I just, I'm just making all this noise, and uh, it's it was it was just ah man. This is not even uh, this is not even dumb luck. This is a this is a terrible fate, you know. This is Alex going off the deep end. I wrote in the covers, I wrote, uh, the concept of making experimental music can, in my humble opinion, be condensed to two single words, laziness and rebelliousness. 
past, Alex, is true about that. The proven thesis is that experimental music most often cannot be identified as improvisational and or one-take tracks. This is no exception. Set in between a grey day and a bored man, Kastike is the essential return to experimentalism for me. The basic same spot I once took off from and the same spot now, seven years late, that... You know, if I wrote it right, it would, it would be much better. This is basically the same spot I once took off from. And the same spot I now, seven years later, graze again. Montana Musical Experiments, aka MMXP, in a haze of wild experiments, and closes once complete full circle seven years later. Ah, come on, Alex, get off your high fucking horse. Here's another one for you from the covers. I don't know if you're ever gonna see this one because I, I don't know if I'm gonna sell this to anyone. You know, if you like it, comment. That's the first time you heard me say that in all this podcast. If you liked it and say, oh, I want to buy this piece of garbage, go right ahead. Write it in the comments. All right. This compact disc, though labeled differently, has been a part of an MMXP project joint releases. The audio embedded in ones and zeros was edited and constructed using the following. Fruity Loops 3, no point, and Gold Wave 4.25. Present samples of Ronald Reagan and Liberty Bell was extracted from Internet Resources and has been used without proper authorization, if such exists. Now, I don't think somebody would actually blame me for making music out of Ronald Reagan, scaring the nation half to death. But, um, you know. Hello, Americans. I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We begin <laughs> bombing in five minutes. Here's another strange tidbit from... The covers. Alstrand, that's me, has a self imposed ban on the Kostika project. It was decided upon, for reasons uncertain, that the original project would be cut and edited into two equally long 40 minute pieces. Bullshit, Alex. We all know that didn't turn out the way it was supposed to obstructing the listener from changing tracks at will. This concept seemed to have suited Alstrand alone and not the intended listener. This is why the ban and recutting of the project has been released in due time for the final. Yay, Alex! Alex vaguely explains that this belong this brings longevity. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Alex Alstrand vaguely explains that it brings longevity to the CD. No one understands and no one objects. The producers at MMXP, that means me, and Mr. Alstrand, and me, and us, would like to state that Caustic is an album which only a chosen few may understand and that you, the listener, should approach the album with caution and at low volume. 
know, I wish, I wish at this point that I could say that I was stoned or drunk off my head. It's, it's possible I was on antidepressants. I don't know. But uh, something, something went, you know, something just went awry. And um, I like the music. You know, to be completely honest, hand on my heart, I like Caustic. I've listened to it several times afterwards. I think it's it's a very it's it's almost a meditative experience. It's it's a dreamy it's a dream thing. You know, it's it's kind of kind of gets swayed into it. I have absolutely no idea what kind of style it is. If somebody hey, that's the second one for me, you guys. If anybody knows what kind of style this is. Write it in the comments. Tell me, cause I don't know. You know, I just made the damn thing over a weekend where I was feeling really, really, really bad. I think I might have just emptied out that part of it. I can note one more thing. The idea that I would make albums that was consistently one track without indexing did not stop there. A couple of days later I made, an, I made a version of the first BCP album, contrary to public belief, coming up in two weeks by the way, which had no halting points. It was just one album exported as a massive sound file. And I did it one more time for this period at least the final MMXP album just called the project so and ending off this weird ending off this weird story weird podcast thing you know I, I can also add that it didn't really stop there you know I, I went on working this insane thing for a couple more days and you know, you might not you might not expect it. Maybe you do. We'll get back to that one at a at a later time. Poor else. Ah. So that's it, guys. Third time, and I'm gonna stop afterwards. If you have anything to say about this, if if you know what kind of music this registers as, or if you. If, if you can make the environments CD for me, or just, do you like chicken? I love chicken. It's, it's, no, I actually, I don't love chicken. You know, sticky little bones in it. I like ground beef. That is my thing. That's, that's what gets me going. And I like wine. And that's a good thing when I'm recording these podcasts because it really helps me, you know, get my groove back. So, yeah, right. Screw you and good night and sleep tight. Don't try and listen to this while you're trying to sleep. Um, this is Alex, Montana Musical Experiments Podcast, Episode 15. Enjoy yourselves. Castica for the win.